Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Joe Kane. I'm Dan Kane. I'm Sal Conca. And this is the Imperfect Podcast. Don't forget to go to HeckleKane.com and sign up to become an Imperfect Podcast Insider. To the bumper. This week's guest on the Imperfect Podcast, we have friend, actor, stuntman, Dylan Libby, who's currently playing Groot in Marvel's Universe Live. Dylan is an uh, old friend of ours who's done some work with us before in the past. I directed him in uh, about four different plays in the past, and he also worked with us on a music video that we did. Yeah, Love Wins by uh, Candy Max Music, which you can check out on our YouTube page. Yeah. Um, but Dylan has this really interesting career path uh, where he's doing a live show, recreation of the Marvel Universe, yeah. playing Groot, which I said already, but... Uh, you know, you guys are better at this comic book stuff than I am. Like, who who's in this Marvel Universe live? Oh, we're talking about all of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, on here, you have Captain America and all of the Avengers. Um, and they you, they put this whole project together, basically uh, giving a little storyline with all of these guys involved. Yeah, just no Hawkeye, right? No Hawkeye. We did find out there's no <laughs> yeah. Hawkeye. But we did find out about his poor process. Hawkeye. Oh, poor Hawkeye. <laughs> we did find out about his process for auditioning, um, you know, how grueling it is. I mean, he's on stilts uh, two hours a day, uh, you know, doing three shows a day, touring all over the country doing this. Um, I mean, it's a great opportunity for an actor, probably a path that a lot of actors don't think about going down for their career. Yeah, well, I mean, he he's, he said it flat out. He wasn't he didn't consider stunts work until he got into this. He mm-hmm. went, you know what? He's got a background in martial arts, and he was able to put that together and use that to his advantage in his audition process. Yeah, yep. and he also talks a lot about how, like, it became his main focus for everything. Everything he does is centered around it to learn uh, stunts, to get in shape. Everything became, you know, yep. his health, his diet for this goal. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I mean, a great story about how he. Audi- I think he auditioned for two years or something like that. He he said uh, to get the role. So I mean, these things take time. Just you know, like we've learned a lot of times from many actors we've had on the show, whether they're doing indie film. Um, you know, we've had some stunt people on the show before as well. Um, you know, great learning opportunity here for you guys. Hope you really enjoy the interview and listen to hear what Dylan has to say. <laughs> Dylan, welcome to the Imperfect Podcast. How are you doing tonight? Hello, I'm doing so great. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Welcome back to Long Island. I know you've been on the road for quite a while with uh, Marvel Universe Live as Groot. How awesome has that been? It's it's amazing. It's wonderful. Uh, it, it's it's very humbling to play a character who's so loved and so new. He, he represents all the good that's in uh, that could be in a living being, and how he extends that to people. So I've always felt that I've had a compassion for environment, the environment and people and animals, and Groot has that too. So not just being on stage performing for audiences over 10,000, but just knowing that I'm playing someone who just holds such a big heart 
that fills my heart up. So that's just a little thing I, that's I'm awesome. happy well, that's about. A, that's an excellent, excellent introduction for Groot. I mm-hmm. love it. <laughs> yeah, and he's become such a popular character. Like, everybody loves him. I mean, my stepson who's eight, like, you know, he sees Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, Groot is the character he yeah. wants to be and, like, loves and, you know, all that type of stuff. So. Yeah, it's funny. My wife, who doesn't really know anything about <clears throat> superheroes, but as soon as there was a baby Groot, she loves him. Of course. She loves Groot. Well, let, let's clarify. In Marvel Universe Live, you're playing adult Groot. Adult baby Groot. Groot. Nine uh, Groot Baby on... Groot would be something more like, you know, a puppeteer. A thing. little puppet. A little no, puppet. No, my Groot is nine foot two. He stands tall. Yeah. Very tall. And how tall are you? I'm six foot three. So, so how are we making up that difference? With hybrid stilts. There okay. are special stilts that are uh, designed based on painter stilts mixed with springs and a little bit of extra quality that caters to performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my stilts are pretty high grade and they're I, I move like the wind on them. It was a uh, getting getting used to them at first. Uh, I don't want to say it was tricky, but it was just uh, it was a challenge I was ready to take. Yeah. How yeah. did how did the how do you go about like starting into something like that where you're like, okay, here's a brand new thing like well, stilts nobody are, walks into stilts. Stilts are Marvel. Stilts I'm saying. Well, uh, the first Mr. Kane didn't teach you how to. No, I'm just <laughs> just, to, just to clarify for our audience, I was um, Dylan's um, teacher in high school. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> now he's all grown up. Now yeah. he's all grown up, and I am very proud of you for the the road you've come and how far you've come. So. Thank you. Thank I was going to say I didn't want to get too far into the interview without people realizing that you guys have a connection and, and dir- know each other. He directed me in my first ever show, uh, Les Misérables. I remember when I first saw the auditions. Uh, I didn't really know anything about musicals or shows, and I thought it was a Spanish play. I didn't really know French. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, so it's a Spanish show. And I wasn't even going to audition. I was doing sports and martial arts, which I know you were interested in me talking about yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. I did uh, a lot of different uh, clubs. So I wasn't really invested in the play. And I remember there was a student named Paige Smallwood who I'm still friends Paige. with her and I'm a big supporter of her career. She's in London right now doing really yeah. well. Yeah. And, uh, Paige, Paige has worked with us on a couple of projects. She was our DP over the summer. Um, we Seymour. did see more of the unfortunate vampire. So, so Paige, I remember I saw I, I walked. I was coming from a club or um, after study, and I was walking down and I saw the auditions for Les Mis. And I spoke to the people down there for a little while. I hung out and I didn't know if I wanted to do it. And Paige goes, "No, you're doing it." Takes the paper, writes my name, writes bass because I didn't know what voice part I was. <laughs> wrote any role and shoved my form in the book and pushed me and said, "Go home." There you and go. Then from there, she pushed me into the world of acting. I know I had my father and mother and other people say I should give it a shot, though Paige was the catalyst to kind of push Excellent. me into it. And then I found my friends, and I found what I'm doing, and now I'm traveling the world. Well, let's let's start out. Wait, no, how let's... do you get into this? To Marvel, Marvel Universe Live. Yeah. That... Age of Heroes. How, do, how, do, how does someone <laughs> go about, what's, what was your uh, route in your traffic to get to Marvel? So the best way... Uh, I'll probably keep it short. I'll truncate it. Okay. Um, Martial arts was the kind of standing, which my whole Marvel journey was set on. I did martial arts at, which is now known as uh, Silber's Martial Arts, which is in Franklin Square. Excuse me. Plug, plug. Plug, plug. (laughs) And it used to be traditional Karate America, so it started as more traditional Shotokan. Mm -hmm. And I did that for six years. I fell out because of 
performing yeah. and where my life was taking me, though I still kept the physical it, passion. Because of your, your high school uh, teacher, you know, pulling you into the plays and saying, you have to be here and you can't miss. And so. you have to grow your hair. You can't cut your hair. Well, that, that seemed to have worked out for seen you. have seen his, his words. They, they stick subconscious. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Joe effect. It's the Joe effect. I'm just jealous of any hair. Anything is good for me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, what I decided to do is, it's funny because I was also going to go for environmentalism and zoology, but uh, I had someone tell me that I don't, they don't think I could do it. And it's funny, I had some people deterring me from, a, not I want to say a legitimate career, but like <laughs> a normal kind of outlook for a, a, a society's norm. A, an, yeah, for their occupational future, mm-hmm. that, a standard. But then I had everybody supporting me for acting, so I chose to go to Adelphi University last minute. Uh, which was a good last-minute choice. I went to college with my best friend, Amar Biamonte, who actually was also a student who played the Beast. Kane gave him his first shot at a uh, big role, his first play ever, surprised everyone. No one knew who this kid was. So we continued on our I journey. still don't know who he is. No one knows who Amar Biamonte is. <laughs> and um, I, uh, I kept going. I said, I really like this. I started doing more community groups. I started doing more outside shows. I started booking more leads. Kane wasn't giving me leads, so I had to find them somewhere. <laughs> you know, he was in love with Ozzy Machado. Ah, <laughs> good, good friends and good times. So. <laughs> but yeah, no, that that's joking aside. Uh, I just get, it it inspired me to go out, and then I went to college for acting, did a bunch of stuff there. Um, a lot of times, I've, out of most of my students, I was the one auditioning a lot in the city. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of my students stuck local. I just chose to go out, and I actually booked a couple. Uh, original musicals that were being developed. One called Warp Speed, which was a sci-fi musical parody of Star Trek. Cool, which nice. was fun. I Very played cool. I played Khan. Nice, uh, <laughs> but like he's like a weak, wimpy Kong. Like he's yeah. he's trying to be a villain, but he's not that good. And I was in like uh, one that was Superstar, which is based off the movie with Will Ferrell and the SNL skit with Mary Catherine Gallagher. Okay, someone okay. was uh, directed that, and that was really amazing. And I kept doing stuff like that. And then my junior year of college. I was on Backstage.com, which I'm, we know. I'm, yeah, we're very sure. familiar with that. We've we've done castings for our things through Backstage. So. Yeah. In case anybody doesn't know, if you need to do a casting, Backstage.com. That's the place. To backstage.com. Go. It has everything you need, and they have a nice little trial session. So that's good. And I did. Uh, I saw Marvel Universe live. It was an open audition, so it's on their website. But they weren't advertising it too much. So mm-hmm. probably something that they want the people who are gonna find it, who want to find it, right. they'll find it. Yeah. Right. yeah. So the audition took place in Circus Warehouse in Long Island City. Amara and I drove out the summer of our junior year, uh, going into senior. And I knew from my college experience we had stage combat classes. So I was already uh, recommended and also passed in the SAFD, the Society of American Fight Directors, uh, weapons, uh, several of their weapons. So I knew I had the martial arts. I knew I had that. So I knew I had something to offer to Feld Entertainment's uh, Marvel show. And we went on the first audition. It was a great environment. It's not like a cattle call. You're not sitting out in the rain with (laughs) thousands of other people trying to get into the room for two seconds. I have been on it in my past career. I would imagine because it's so specialized. Not everybody can go out and audition for Mm -hmm. this, right? Is that No, not everybody can. You'll still have a lot of people in the room, but it's like a big warehouse. Everyone warms up on the mat. Everyone gets ready. They have five rounds. Uh, They have the basic... I would say like physical round to show your prowess to see if you have an understanding of stage combat, of fighting, kicks. Uh, can you do push-ups? Like you're just basically testing your physical attributes. And if yeah. they like your physical attributes and what you can do, you go to the second round, which is a fight. The first mm-hmm. two fights I did were Iron Man versus Killian. <laughs> and they said, oh, this is the part where anyone who wants to show their tricks and flips can be Killian. And I was like, 
can't do any of that. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to be Iron Man. And they wanted you to focus on your blasters and your arms and acting it. And once you do that, you go to the second round of fights or they'll jump into the skill round where you present skills. A lot of the skills they're looking for right now are aerialists. So the women sure. who can be up in the air on the silks. That is a big thing that you'll see in the show when you yeah. see it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I, like I am the... actually going to the show tomorrow to see you, so I haven't seen it yet, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm bringing my two kids and my nie- and my nephew. They're gonna and, love it. Their uh, minds are gonna be blown. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they will be blown. <laughs> this sounds a lot like though. His audition sounds a lot like the Hunger Game trials. <laughs> did, did anybody Only else getting that? Did you survive. have a bow and arrow in your audition? Yeah, did you get no, a bow? I mean, you could technically bring a bow. You can show that your skills or that something. Uh, we have no Hawkeye in this show. Oh, so. Okay. The bows wouldn't be of uh, use this time around. Oh, gotcha. Fair enough. E- even you guys forgot Hawkeye? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Hawkeye. Poor, also, Ant-Man, like, we have the Wasp in our show, and mm-hmm. she never mentions Ant-Man, so... He's there. He's just... You can't really He's see him. Small, Can we take yeah. a minute and stop and talk about the Danish version of Ant-Boy on Netflix? No. <laughs> no. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Oh, it is. I watched it. Oh, my it. God. It was horrible. Last Did week? you watch it, too? Yeah. Well, I watched it a while ago, and then he, he texted me a few days ago and was uh, like, Did you ever see... Oh, my God. I was like, for the kids. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. Like, I'm Ant-Boy. <laughs> no. Is it kind of like that, or is it like... That, well, <laughs> it's, it's also overdubbed. Because it's in Danish. It's in Danish. Oh. So it's overdubbed, and it took me a while to, like, catch on. Like, I was, like, watching this. I'm like, something's not right. <laughs> hey, like, man, the lips aren't moving or aren't lining like, up. <laughs> something's just not right. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, well it didn't... wasn't Bruce Lee. <laughs> r- r- rumble in the Bronx, right? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yeah. Kung Pao enter the fist. Well, I had no knowledge of this before you just said it, and I'm disappointed with the whole thing. So. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, Dan. Don't don't watch it. Don't watch it. Anyways, back to I'm Dylan. Crying. His audition. So the audition, uh, they'll have to do a skill round, and after the skill round, they have to do fights. And they told me they said, uh, "Oh, you're gonna be a guard and get beat up by Widow in this scene." And then the next scene was like, "Oh, you're gonna be Groot and you're gonna fight these Jatari aliens, and Star Lord's gonna be over here, and Rocket's gonna be over there." And he was like, "You know stilts, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then he goes, uh, two feet ones." And I was like, "Yeah." The only thing is, I've I've built my own stilts in the past out of like paint cans. Mm-hmm. They weren't that high, but I knew I could build other stilts. So he said, "Can I have a video to him by Friday?" And uh, I took off work the next day, and I got two friends, and I built two by four stilts, uh, stilts out of two by fours, and I stood them two feet tall. Um, my buddy Harry Baldino filmed it the next day for me. My friend Joe <laughs> Kenny edited the video for me and it was like a collective thing Uh, a big thing i believe in is on your journey through especially performance you got to work on your skills by yourself but you don't go into it alone it's a big community it's all connections it's all Mm -hmm. looking out for each other and i had a big support group and um one of the things i don't want to gloss over is like literally you wanted this part so bad it's like i'm gonna take off work i'm gonna build the stilts i'm gonna assemble the team i'm gonna get did you specifically want Groot? When you originally when I auditioned, when I auditioned, I only had the pretense of Marvel One. This is Marvel Universe Live, Age of Heroes. It's the we call it MUL and MUL Two. Okay. So this MUL One had all the Avengers, like the main Avengers. It also had the X Men. It had Cyclops, Wolverine, Storm. Um, this show they had Red Skull. They had all the Hydra agents. Mm-hmm. This show is more the Guardians, Nebula, Loki. Uh, Yandu and his almost, almost what's running into the uh, Infinity War at this point. Yeah, it'd be cool if Thanos is in the show. Maybe Marvel three. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I had no idea that it was almost like the Guardians kind of just came out too. Yeah. So my mind was still kind of detached from them as like B 
being real. Yeah. You know what I mean? When something's new, it's not in the face, it's not in the public, it's underrated. Well, well part of it is that, you know, the Guardians have become such a phenomenon. They they were really they came from a comic book that was, you know, less than popular, needless to say, and now they've become this phenomenon that that we all know and everybody it, Groot is a house name now. He's now ever the original Guardians weren't even the Guardians that we know and love right now. It was no, like Yondu it was, it was Yondu and, and three other guys. And the <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's character in the second yes, movie. Yes. They were the, I don't remember his name offhand. Well, I don't know my character. Yeah. I was going to tell you, Yandu, you're doing bad, bad stuff, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just drool on my mic? Did I just drool on your mic? <laughs> no, I think I had some spit, but I don't think that's I drooled. That's all good. That's what like, do you think that's I'm doing? Is that going to be cut? Is that talking. part going to be? No, no, we don't edit. We don't edit. That's the good, that's the good part? Okay. So the audition, uh, I built the stilts. I practiced uh, as much as I could. Honestly, stilts are, I don't want to say easy, but they're obtain the skill's obtainable if you have no fear of heights. I have no fear of heights. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, uh, well, you're six foot four. That's, that doesn't that matter. His feet heights. are on the ground when he's walking. That has nothing to do with heights. People always say that to me because I'm six six. What do you mean you're scared of heights? You're already up there. My feet are planted. You can be you can be standing on top of a skyscraper yeah. like those VR things, or they'll have you like look like you're standing yeah. out to get your cat out. Right. Yeah. You know, that's just still scary. Yeah. And then yeah. I I would just like drop on the floor and like throw up or something. I'm really not great with that. Joe would just let the cat die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> did I say that out loud? That's sweet. Oh, good. Now we're gonna get hate mail. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Lovett over here making uh, cat pies. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so yeah, the uh, I eventually got the job at the, the my I auditioned three times over a two year process. Oh, wow. After the first audition, I was like, I I, I I could see myself doing this. So excuse me again. I uh, started training. I started doing more weightlifting uh, with my tío, my uncle. Yeah. I started doing uh, working out with my friends at Apple. I, I worked at Apple, and I had a lot of employees that wanted to work out. I did yoga. I, just, uh, I had a friend who was teaching me gymnastics. I traded him retro video games for free uh, lessons. <laughs> you know, sometimes that's kind of cool. You barter. You, you shake barter. like Shakespeare. Yeah, you barter. Sure. Um, so I worked around. Like I said, it, it takes an army to 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 carry someone through their future. You yeah, know, if yeah. you have a goal, you know, a general's got a goal, he needs an army. And, like, I have my army and I have my friends. And if you d it, anybody, if you don't have that support staff, if you don't have the people that you've surrounded yourself with that are positive and that be able to push you, you're, go it, it's, you're not going to win because you mm -hmm. don't have that support. That's why you got to look for it. You know, you mm -hmm. got to find your clan. Uh, that's why, like, I believe, like, solo time is important, though it's important to also not neglect those that are there to help you or be, and even something simple like my, my friends that built that helped me built it the friends that helped me filmed it that helped me edit you know it's like a team effort mm -hmm. it's like working yeah. together and they also know that like they do this for me and I they know even without asking I would do something for them sure so that's important I got the job and then they started doing costume fittings in New York um, yeah so uh, what was the schedule like once you once you get the role of this or after auditions, then it's rehearsals. So well, it started uh, first before rehearsals. It was building the costumes. So okay. they would fly everybody else out to New York, but I would just take the LIRR, uh, and I would go Conve to their... Convenient. Yeah, lucky <laughs> you. I would take the uh, LIRR, and I would go out to their costume studio that they had uh, signed up, um, which, fun fact, the guy who made Groot made Bear in the Big Blue House. Cool. So, okay. Cool. That's a funny. <laughs> you know what Bear in the Blue House is? I have no idea what a, the Bear in the Blue Children's it, show. It was a children's show back when I was younger, and it was like this big bear, and he would like sing and look out to the moon. It was a very popular television show. Yeah. Come on, Joe. I, come Sorry. on, Joe. 
It was. It, you it shows know, your age. It's timing. It shows my age because, like, I know some of the kids' shows because my kids watch, and I know the kids' shows of my generation. But there, the there was Blue like House a didn't crossover. The nineties, early two thousands one missed you. Yeah, well, I was in high school. I wasn't watching kids' shows. Yeah, time, I, w- I so. was. That shows you how mature I am. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so eventually, after the costume, and once it was completed, they sent us. Uh, down to Bradenton, Florida at Feld Entertainment Studios where we built the show in two months. Took it to our soft opening in New Orleans for three weeks, which was amazing. It's a great city, beautiful, very humid, but very nice. I really enjoyed it. I'm a jazz guy. I was there a year ago. It was amazing. Yeah, so you know what it's like. And then we had our grand opening in L.A. for a week and a half, which was great. And we went to basically all of SoCal, NorCal, um, Denver, Portland, um, Phoenix, Arizona, um, Virginia. So you're getting around Toledo, all of Ohio, Cleveland, many places. St. What's Louis. The, what's the camaraderie like on so two months of rehearsals? What's the camaraderie like with you guys all as a as a team traveling around? Is everybody just kick ass awesome? Oh, everyone's is... everyone's great. Everyone's talented. Everyone's amazing. Uh, of course, we're all together so much that we're like a family. You know, sometimes we yeah. love each other. Sometimes like you know, just like any families do. Most of but pretty much all the time, everyone's very like. Everyone's very giving, especially like with their time. You know, we're all here together, so people know that there's skills they want to work on. You know, I have more of an acting background than martial arts, but I don't have so much stunt stuff. So a lot of people teach me stunt things, and I'll give them a skill. Like even if it's I know sign language, so I'll teach yeah. people sign language. And I, I saw always... you post on Facebook you doing a backflip, and you're like, "Oh, my friend taught me how to do a backflip," and I was like, "Oh, that's great." Yeah, that's so awesome. I couldn't do that before, but I've been working on that since like my first Marvel. You know, even before the Marvel edition, I was working on that. So it took me like three. Four years to break that mental barrier to do that on the tramp. That's really what it is—is is a mental barrier because I, I think anybody in in any sort of physical condition that's that's you know able to to physically do stuff, uh, it's a mental barrier to go over backwards. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you have that block, you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's cool. It's it's a cool thing to get past that point. And, and I love that you described it as a mental barrier. Yeah, I was stuck for a while, but I finally broke through, which just means there's more room to grow and, and learn right. new things. And if everyone on this cast has something to offer. Even I have a lot of friends who are I call them health gurus mm-hmm. because they know how to but they I have one guy who uh, mainly focuses on his size. So he taught me how to bulk up and like how to keep that. I have someone who now uh, is very big on healthy diets and healthy foods and staying lean and uh, cardio. And he's helping me because now uh, my understudy in the show plays Rhino. So my understudy track is Rhino when we switch. Okay. And that role, because it's like a big, heavy marshmallow football suit, you know, you need a lot of cardio. Mm-hmm. So I've been working on more cardio now, you know. So you just learn things and what helps you right. be the best at the roles that you're going into. Right. Well, if there was another role that you could have that you'd be interested in, the in show? playing in the show, what would it be? I would like to be Loki. Yeah. Loki. Yeah, nice. Okay. Good, good call. Yeah. I could see you in that. Yeah, I mean, could, That's just because of my can. hair. Well, <laughs> maybe. But no, I, I could see that. Once I have the Wand of Watum, you will all be reunited deep inside the dungeons of Asgard, while I shall finally ascend the throne as Asgard's rightful king before taking Earth as well. That's one of the lines from the show. Nice. I kind of figured. Yeah. That, that was oh, very good. good. Now, is, is the whole thing live from... Uh, the speaking perspective, like, yeah. do people or or is the is there a lot of things pre-recorded? It's a pre-recorded track. It's all pre-recorded, right? Because but it's still a live show because we have guys on the soundboard, like they have a keyboard, and so they'll watch the show. So they'll go, ching ching, 
kick and then like they're, someone's they're queuing someone queuing the sound yeah yep. someone falls and they press like that what's that stock scream that's in like every movie <laughs> oh yeah. the um something yeah i know what you're talking they'll play about play that and when someone does a high fall like ah and then like the swords hit ching ching they'll do that uh blaster sounds so they have people live or like i want that gig is the sound guy that's what like, i want there's you like there's like a part where like let's just say let's just say some of the tracks are broken up so let's say uh Someone like an understudy's in, and they might take a little longer to do a certain scene. The track will play a little longer, and mm-hmm. then once it gets to that line, press the button, and the line starts. Yeah. So then, kind of like so, the shows, it, it's it, it has it has room for for play. Yeah. Basically, has... so it doesn't have to be stagnant every single night. Mm-hmm. You don't just press a button and just sit there and like the sound people are very in the show with us. You know, yeah. we need them. Mm. No, that's a, and what's that's the, awesome. What's the total run of the show? How when when you when did you start in New Orleans and when does it finish? Uh, we started New Orleans in June, like June of June, last year. June, or okay. July, somewhere you've, around. You've then? lost track by this. Okay, point. Yeah, it's been a lot of cities, a lot <laughs> yeah, of cities. So yeah. June, July, and we've kept going, and now we're here. The first leg of the tour ends in May, and then it'll pick up again sometime in June, July, and. It'll hit all the cities we didn't hit. We'll start like in the, a lot of the Texas area. So, okay, uh, a lot of people in Texas uh, will be getting Marvel soon. Okay, excellent. Uh, it's awesome. gonna be excellent. great. Eventually, maybe it'll go continental. Plans for that. So we'll see where that takes me, wow. and if I'm continuing on that journey, which I'd like to do. So we'll see where the future goes. Yeah, it's pretty Marvel. sweet. He wants to stay on. So yeah. <laughs> now, being that it's a Marvel production, I know Feld Entertainment actually owns the show, though, right? Or mm-hmm. they produce the show. Yeah, they own the show and they have the rights to the Marvel characters. Got it. So they license because I saw they also license like <laughs> Disney on Ice and Disney on Ice, Disney Live, Monster Jam, Motocross, uh, Sesame Street Live. So you actually, so who pay like who pays your check? You get a check from Feld Entertainment, right? Not yes, Marvel, Feld. Right, and then. How strict are they? Because we know Marvel is super strict on actors sharing information. Now you guys are reenacting a different world, but are you allowed to be on Instagram and social media um, as the characters or things like that's this? A good or, or is there any restrictions to you guys in terms of like you know doing backflips? Like, can you promote? How do you promote? That's an interesting topic. Um, so. In the beginning, when I first got the job, they didn't want us talking about it because they just wanted to keep the show down. They wanted to build it. They wanted to make sure it was good before any word got out. And then once it was out, we all were sharing stuff. We're not allowed to take pictures backstage in costume out of respect for the company. Mm-hmm. Um, so if someone else can take a picture, uh, but it has to be approved by the wardrobe and it's for our own personal use. Do we have to get this interview approved by anyone? Uh, probably, <laughs> probably, but I mean, I'm not really spoiling anything too yeah, much. Or, yeah, we're, we're talking more about your journey as opposed to yeah. the journey of yeah. the of Well, the no, I, I'm just curious from an actor standpoint, from other people listening, realizing that if you get into a gig like this, like you yeah, can't you, just be... you, you can't just run around and throw yourself out there. You know, you need to be respectable. And some things we have to go through the PR company and say, right. like, can we post this? Mm-hmm. Uh, other things which are shared, we can share that. You know, it's just like it's it, it's like a respectful relationship. It's they, they they're trusting us with this job, so you know they have ways they want to market it, and we have to respect that and follow and suit into what they want. So, and I'm perfectly okay with with that. You know. I'm a marketing guy. I will say the marketing has been great because yeah, I've absolutely. seen all the I've seen all the TV ads. I've seen the YouTube channel. I've seen all the stuff that they've been putting out. Did it's you read awesome. the Explore Li? I was actually in it. An article. Oh, are you? I did yeah, not see the Explorer Li. I did not. I'm it was sorry. a Newsday too. They did like a Newsday article about okay. me. 
My no. wife reads the paper. Unfortunately, I don't. I, I'm, st- <laughs> I'm stuck on the computer all we'll the time. We'll link to so. all those in the... Um, Come on, Kane, you're a dad now. You can have a newspaper and sit there with a pipe and <laughs> your coffee in the morning. And yeah, so on the toilet. Don't drink coffee, don't smoke a pipe, nor read the newspaper. So <laughs> I guess I'd fall out of that demographic. <laughs> you can watch News 12 with a blue moon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Dylan, I mean, where... What... Do you have aspirations past this? Uh, I mean, of course. I mean, as a performer, of course. Right now, I feel comfortable here, and I'm very dedicated to give my heart to the company and to group because I still feel like I have a lot to learn, especially in the stunt world. Of sure. course, in the future, I have other goals. Um, I aspire to the film live performance realm. Uh, funny, the stunt realm was one. I knew I was a fighter, but I never just really considered what the stunt realm entails. And yeah, it's, it's a big world. Stuff. And a lot of stunt people don't... They're starting to give a lot of stunt people recognition now, but it's taken a while for them to get the recognition they well, deserve. Like it was always said that it was, there was never a category for stunts in like the Oscars, or you don't get Best Stunt or, or Academy Awards. You just don't get it. Um, but why not? You know, it'd be cool if there was like a Stunt Awards, like separate from the Academy. Well, there's, there, there there's is. the Artemis Film Festival that does the, uh, yeah. the Women Kick Ass, who are like badass it's, women in film that do stunts and stuff. Yeah, we, we interviewed the... Um, the um, and there's probably Director some, of that, and so. I think there are some stunt. Speaking of that, awards. speaking of that, this show, and I'm very happy, is very big on women power. Right, now. girls come in Gamora, dressed in some of them. There's even one that was uh, the girl who plays uh, the woman who plays Gamora now. She's really happy. There was a pink Gamora, and they asked her, and she's like, "I love Gamora, but I wanted to be pink." So it's like still being a, uh, you know, still a, representing it, but. Being yourself. Yeah, still being the, the most dangerous woman in the universe, but being pink. Yeah. So it, it's like a lot of these young girls and the articles that I'm seeing just empowering them to be as strong as their uh, heroines. So that's something I'm very happy about because, you know, originally, like, you'll see comments on Facebook and they're like, oh, let's bring Johnny and Davey. All oh, the boys would love this. The boys. I'm like, bring the girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this show's for all of them, you know. Well, my, awesome. my daughter's coming. So my daughter's coming tomorrow to see it, my son and my nephew. So it's going to be a good time. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking very forward to it. Dylan, I have to say thank you for be- coming on with us. Um, can you give everybody where they can find tickets for this? So you can go to www.marveluniverselive.com and you can click on the ticket section where you will see that Uniondale has two more days worth of shows. So we have shows this weekend, three shows tomorrow, and then we have one show on Easter April Fools, April 1st. And then after that, the show will continue on to new cities. So if it's ever in your area, or you want to take a road trip, or you're from that city, just come check out Marvel Universe Live. Awesome, man. Excellent. Dylan, I really appreciate you coming yep. on. It was good to see you again. And uh, thank you again. And, of course. Be- and best of luck with everything. Thanks. Everything. Of course. And I can't wait to hear you guys talk more about your high school musicals past. Mm, <laughs> I got stories. That's got off air. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, have a good night. Don't forget to go to hecklacane.com and sign up to become an imperfect podcast insider. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.